Owen and MZ, The Language of Friendship, as told by Isabella Hatkoff, Craig Hatkoff, and Dr. Paula Kahumbu. In a special place in Kenya lived two great friends, a young hippopotamus named Owen and a 130-year-old giant tortoise named MZ. No one guessed that they would become friends or that they would become famous around the world and no one expected that their friendship would last so long. But the story of Owen and MZ has always been full of surprises. Here is the true story of their first remarkable year and a half together. When Owen was a baby, he lived with his mother in a pod with about 20 other hippos. Their home was in the Sabaki River in Kenya. But when Owen was about one year old, his life changed forever. That December, the river flooded, and the hippo pod was washed down to the river mouth near the coastal village of Malindi. That is where the hippos were on the morning of December 26, 2004, when the surging waves of a powerful tsunami struck. Afterwards, only one hippopotamus could be seen, the baby hippo who came to be known as Owen. Hundreds of villagers and visitors worked all day to rescue Owen from the coral reef on which he was stranded. Owen was only about two feet tall, but he weighed a solid 600 pounds, and the seawater made him very slippery. Owen wasn't used to people, and out of fear and anger, he tried to escape from anyone who came near. Finally, a courageous visitor named Owen Sobian tackled the baby hippo, giving the others just enough time to secure him with a net. The joyous crowd named the hippo Owen in honor of this brave man. Many hours later, after a long jolting ride in the back of a truck, Owen arrived at what would become his new home, a lush wildlife sanctuary called Holler Park which was developed on the site of a restored limestone quarry. The park workers, including Dr. Paula Kahumbu, the manager, Sabine Bayer, ecologist, and Stephen Tui, the chief animal caretaker, thought carefully about where in the park Owen should go. Three full-grown hippos already lived at Holler Park, but hippos often attack other hippos they don't know, and young Owen might be in danger if he were placed with them. Instead, they chose an enclosure, or boma, where smaller, gentler animals lived, bushbucks, velvet monkeys, and a few aldabra tortoises. One of those tortoises was a grumpy 130-year-old male named Emsi. Emsi was always known as a loner. That was about to change. It was late at night when Owen was finally set free into the boma. No one could believe what happened next. Owen scrambled straight across the clearing to Emsi and crouched down behind him. Emsi seemed annoyed and crawled away, but Owen followed. The next morning, Owen and Emsi were found snuggled up against each other. Their extraordinary friendship had begun. At first, Dr. Paula, Sabine, and Stephen doubted that the bond between this baby hippo and giant tortoise would last. 
They expected Owen would soon realize that his new parent was not a hippo at all. And it is virtually unheard of for a reptile such as Emsie to form any attachments with another animal, especially a mammal such as Owen. But nothing turned out the way anyone expected. During the first days after Owen's rescue, his caretakers were worried because Owen wasn't eating the leaves that Stephen left out for him. Still a nursing baby, Owen hadn't learned yet how to forage for grass. Then they noticed that Emsy seemed to be showing Owen what to do. Before long, Owen was chewing on a few leaves, too. As the weeks went on, everyone watched in wonder as Owen and Emsy spent more and more time together. They wallowed in the pond together, ate together, and slept side by side. Emsy's companionship seemed to be helping Owen heal from the trauma of his difficult experiences. News of this astonishing friendship spread quickly around the world. People flocked to Holler Park to see Owen and Emsy for themselves. Those who couldn't travel to Kenya read about them in books, in news stories, and on the internet. Owen and Emsie were beloved stars. Now, a year and a half later, their friendship is stronger than ever. Their bond has developed beyond what anyone has ever seen between two such different animals. To the workers who observe them every day, Owen and Emsie clearly seem to have true affection for each other. They often see Owen licking Emsie's face or Emsie resting his head on Owen's broad belly. They seem happiest when they are together. Like any friendship, theirs has changed over time. At first, Owen was easily frightened and often scurried behind Emsie for safety. Now, Owen is a bit more independent, running through the brush on his own and splashing noisily as he flips himself around in the pond. He has also become very protective of Emsie. Owen is still deeply suspicious of people, and when workers or visitors come too close to Emsie, Owen may snort or open his jaws wide in a threatening yawn. Once he even chased Dr. Paula and Sabine out of the boma. However, though Owen is now quite a bit larger than Emsie, the old tortoise is clearly the one in charge. Owen watches Emsie closely, raising his head when Emsie raises his head and eating what Emsie eats when Emsie eats. Emsie sets the pace as they wander the grounds together, even though a tortoise moves much more slowly than a hippo. Owen will either plod along with Emsie or walk ahead a few steps at his own speed and then wait for him to catch up. Emsie can be rather bossy. One day when the two of them were feeding together, Owen finished eating first and he went into the pond. But it seems Emsie wanted Owen to wait. Emsie followed Owen into the pond and pushed him towards the shore until Owen got out. Then Emsie returned to his meal. When Emsie finished, Owen followed as Emsie led the way into the water. But most of the time, Emsie, whose name in the Swahili language means wise old man, is like a gentle guardian to Owen. When Owen is upset by people or noise and prepares to charge, Emsie often blocks Owen's way and calmly holds him off, as if reassuring Owen that there is no need for alarm. 
This is the kind of wise guidance that Owen's mother or father would have given him. No one knows why MZ, a reptile, without the instincts to nurture another animal, is able and willing to nurture Owen. But clearly, he is. They have even developed their own way of communicating. When MZ wants Owen to walk with him, he will gently nip Owen's tail with his sharp beak. When Owen wants MZ to move, he will nudge MZ's feet. To direct MZ to the right, he will nudge MZ's back right foot. To direct him to the left, he will nudge MZ's back left foot. If MZ doesn't respond right away, Owen may squeeze MZ's foot between his teeth until he starts to move, but neither ever hurts the other. Even more remarkably, Owen and MZ seem to have developed their own language of sounds. At times, one of them will make a soft, deep rumbling sound, and the other will repeat it. They call quietly back and forth to each other this way for hours. The sound is not one that either hippos or tortoises usually make. It seems to be an original form of communication that has grown out of their special bond. It is the language of their friendship. Only once have Owen and Emsie spent more than a day apart, and that was for two weeks when Emsie needed veterinary treatment. A crack in Emsie's shell had become infected, and when the wildlife veterinarian, Dr. Kashmiri, tried to examine Emsie, Owen became very protective and began to charge at him. So Emsie was moved to a smaller enclosure where Dr. Kashmiri could safely treat him. For the first few days without MZ, Owen wandered restlessly around the boma all alone. Then he became curious about a small Aldabra tortoise in the enclosure, Toto. At first, Toto, whose name means little one in Swahili, crawled away when Owen tried to feed near her or lick her shell. But just as with MZ, Toto soon accepted Owen's attention and before long she was joining him for naps or walks around the boma. Owen and Toto had never paid much attention to each other before, but soon the two were nearly always together. Owen had made another friend. But no friend could be as special as Emsie. At last Emsie's shell healed, and he was returned to the boma. Immediately, Owen rushed to Emsie's side. For the next several days, Owen and Emsie stayed close together, and Owen was especially protective. But Owen hadn't forgotten about his new friend, Toto. Now, Owen, Emsie, and Toto have become a friendly threesome, resting their heads on each other and dozing together during the heat of the day. Hippos are playful, social animals and seem happiest when they are part of a family group. And Owen seems very content within this most unusual family group. But Dr. Paula and the others are concerned that in many ways, Owen is behaving more like a tortoise than a two-year-old hippo. He eats what MZ eats rather than what hippos should eat. Though Owen can hear the bellows of the other hippos of Holler Park calling to one another, he never joins in, as if he doesn't know that he, too, is a hippo. And while hippos are usually active during the cool hours of the night, Owen is active during the day, when his tortoise friends are awake. Owen's caretakers feel that it's time for him to spend time with other hippos, but it is unlikely that an established pod of hippos would accept him.
Fortunately, a solution may be very close at hand. One of the hippos at Holler Park named Cleopatra, Cleo for short, was also rescued as an orphan baby. Now 13 years old and almost fully grown, she lives on her own and seems lonely for another hippopotamus to play with. Working closely with hippo experts around the world, Dr. Paula and the others are making careful plans to introduce Owen and Cleo. If they accept each other, they will be moved to a large new boma where they can live together as friends. Ideally, MZ will be moved along with Owen, but it's not clear whether this would be best for MZ. Owen is already twice the size of MZ. When Owen is full grown in five to 10 years, he will weigh about 7,000 pounds. Owen could hurt MZ very badly without intending to, even if MZ's shell weren't already damaged. In fact, some of MZ's old injuries are the result of another young hippo's boisterous play. No one wants to separate these two great friends, and Dr. Paula and the others wonder how a separation might affect Owen. Would it seem to Owen as if he were losing his family once again? If at all possible, Owen and Emsie will be kept together. Everyone hopes that Owen, Cleo, Emsie, and maybe little Toto will live happily together for many years. But only time will tell. No matter how things turn out, the story of their friendship will always remind the world that when you need a friend, one will be there for you, and that best friends come in all colors, shapes, and sizes. And so continues the true story of Owen and Emsey and their enduring friendship. More about Kenya. The country of Kenya sits on the equator on the eastern coast of Africa. Most Kenyans speak Swahili, as well as their own traditional tribal language. Emze is a Swahili word meaning elder or wise old man. Malindi. Malindi is a small town on the coast of the Indian Ocean. Many residents are fishermen. Malindi is known for its beautiful beaches and coral reefs, and thousands of visitors stay in its hotels. Many visitors took part in Owen's rescue. The small coastal city of Mombasa is about 50 miles south of Malindi. Owen. At two years old, Owen is still a baby hippopotamus. He would have been dependent on his mother until he was about four years old. When he is full grown, he will weigh as much as three and a half tons or 7,000 pounds. In the wild, hippos live up to 40 years. In the safety of Holler Park, Owen may live 60 years. Hippos live in and around rivers and lakes in much of Africa. During the day, they often lie on the riverbank, dozing in the hot sun. Their skin turns red as special glands ooze a thick liquid that protects their skin from sunburn. But most of the day is spent in the water where they can stay cool and escape biting flies. Hippos are agile in the water, but their bodies are so dense that they aren't able to swim or float. At night, when they are more active, they roam the bush on well-worn paths, feeding on grasses, leaves, and fruit. Hippos like to live in groups, and when young, they are very playful. But all hippos are extremely dangerous when angry or surprised, and their temper is unpredictable. Owen, along with all wild animals at Holler Park, is much loved, 
but the workers know they must always be cautious around him. Due to hunting and continual habitat loss, the hippopotamus has become an endangered species. Emsi is an Aldabra tortoise, the largest species of tortoise in the world, and originally from the Aldabra Islands in the Indian Ocean. Emsi is about four feet long, which is average for an adult. At around 130 years of age, Emsi is the middle-aged. He could live another 70 years. A giant Aldabra tortoise is only two and a half inches long when it hatches. Like all reptiles, it can survive on its own from its first day. An Aldabra tortoise defends itself by withdrawing into its tough protective shell and by using the claw-like spur on its tail or biting with its strong scissor-like beak. Tortoises are cold-blooded and so are active during the day. They eat grasses, leaves, and fallen fruits, but will sometimes eat the meat of dead animals. The Aldabra tortoise is one of the few species of tortoise that is comfortable in water as on land. It is common in zoos, but rarely reproduces there. In its original habitat, it is endangered and at risk of extinction. Emsi came to Holler Park after being a pet for several generations of one family. Before that, no one knows how Emsi came to Africa from his birthplace. Many Aldabra tortoises were taken for food by crews of sailing ships. Perhaps he was released or escaped during one of the frequent shipwrecks in the area. Emsi was born in the 1860s. It is amazing to consider how the world has changed during his lifetime. Holler Park. Even before Owen came there to live, Holler Park was a very special place. It is named after Dr. Renee Holler, who pioneered quarry rehabilitation for Bamburi Cement Limited. His commitment to restore the environment has transformed old limestone quarries into ecologically diverse habitats and ecosystems. Holler Park, which opened to the public 22 years ago, was his first project. Now, through Dr. Holler's methods, numerous quarries have been rehabilitated throughout the world. Over 10 years' time, barren, lifeless quarries are transformed into tropical forests. The new forests attract hundreds of kinds of animals, from antelope and butterflies to bush babies and snakes, and other animals that have often been driven from their former habitats by human population growth. Most of the animals at Holler Park make their own way there. But from the start, the park has been a haven for animals that were orphaned or for some reason could not be returned to the wild. Emsi was the first to come when the family which had cared for him for several generations could no longer keep him. The hippo Cleo had been hand-raised by a family who found her orphaned in the wild when still a very young baby. When Cleo outgrew their home, they found a new home for her at Holler Park. Two other hippos were rescued from a traveling zoo in Germany. Aside from developing and caring for this specially created environment, the workers at Holler Park are dedicated to educating people about ecology and the interdependence of animals, plants, and humans. Visit the Holler Park website to learn more about Holler Park and their programs and to find out how you can help. Owen and Emsi and the Tsunami of December 2004 
Owen was found stranded the day after the devastating tsunami that occurred in the eastern Indian Ocean on December 26, 2004. The towering waves of the tsunami were caused by a massive earthquake under the ocean floor near Indonesia. More than 175,000 people lost their lives and whole towns were destroyed. By the time the tsunami traveled 4,000 miles to the shores of Kenya, the waves had lost much of their force and damage there was less severe. But the whole world was shocked and saddened by the news of this disaster. The story of Owen's rescue and friendship with Emsi filled people everywhere with hope. It reminds us still that even though terrible, unpredictable things happen, the power of courage, love, and the preciousness of life will prevail. And this concludes the story, Owen and Emsi, The Language of Friendship.